Welcome to the podcast version of 32 Bar Cut, the show. A series for performers, about performers, made by performers. Every week, we give audition advice, share personal experiences, and sit down with fellow colleagues in the performing arts to chat about their life in the industry. If you are hearing this message, you are not currently a subscriber and will only be hearing the first half of the podcast. If you would like to hear the full interview, including the Curtain Call series, you'll want to head over to 32barcup.com, where you can find a link to our Patreon page. There you will have exclusive access to the entire video and private RSS podcast feed, as well as other subscriber-only content. Thanks for listening. Without further ado, on to the show. His name is Austin Scott, and there's a million things he has done. And today he is sitting down to chat with us about his life as a performer. Welcome to the show, Austin Scott. Hey, Adrian. Hey. Thanks so much for having me. We are so happy to have you on. I have a funny story before we get started. And I've been waiting to tell you this just live so I can get your reaction. But I was a reader in one of your auditions. Okay, wait a minute. Because I knew when we when we first saw each other for the first time, I was like, she looks so familiar. Have I seen her, her show or something? Which which audition was it? It was for Fiero. And the oh reason my I God. remember, they put you through the paces. <laughs> you were in there for like half an hour and didn't you leave and come back? And I was like, oh my oh God. Oh my God. Was this, now was this like last year? Because I've, I've gone in for Fiero like three or four different times. Like, and, oh. and like different different things. Was this like recently? No, I feel like this was maybe 2017. I think I had just 2017. started. 2017. Oh. Yeah. I know. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a long process. Yes. For sure. Yes. And then, oh, my um, God. Yeah. So, small world or funny world anyway. Yes. Oh, you've yeah. been holding on to this, this secret oh, yeah, this whole time. Holding like, on I'm going to drop this bomb. Yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. Well, then, you know. Thank yeah. you for all your help in that audition. <laughs> appreciate it. <laughs> Thank I you hope, for being such a great I leader. I hope I was helpful. I don't know. I mean, I was like, damn, they're really making him, you know, stay here. But I thought I just knew for sure you were going to get it. But who knows? You know, you know, there's still time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how have you been? I know it's a it's a loaded question because there's a lot happening in the world and has been for quite some time. But at least how are you today? I am good. I am. I'm good. You know, everything is like ups and downs and you know there's 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 good days and days that I'm still very grateful for but you know they're a little bit rougher um but you know all things considered I'm just very very grateful I'm in like a safe place you know I've got my partner here Alexa with me um my family's healthy like like all that is good you know and the rest can just be figured out as I go so um yeah just 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 feeling really really grateful today yeah, I think it's a it's a it's good to hear that because it is a, a day by day thing. I think navigating right. this type of lifestyle or even just this uh, the the climate of the world. It's a day by day thing. Yeah, no doubt for sure for sure. How are you doing? Oh, well, hmm, how am I today? I'm actually having a great day. I I okay. the sun is shining. Uh, we just had spaghetti for lunch. So I feel like it's a it's a good day. Like I'm feeling there you go. satiated and cheerful and you know, all the things. So mm-hmm. are we talking spaghetti with meatballs or like meat sauce or just plain spaghetti? What are we talking? Well, we gave up meat in November. 
So it's um we fo- I follow this blog called uh Rainbow Plant Life and she has like a mm-hmm. lentil recipe. So you like take red lentils and you soak them and then you, you cook them down and it kind of has the uh, effect of being like a bolognese. So that's oh, what, that's what we had. I, I can't believe I have Austin eating like this with me because he is a hardcore <laughs> Midwestern. Give me my pork, right. my beef. Yeah, like yeah. right. No, I feel it. I feel it. That sounds delicious. Yeah, it's it's tasty. It's mm-hmm. tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we were chatting over a Broadway Plus event, um, mm-hmm. you mentioned that you were a child actor. Mm-hmm. So what was that was, like? Yeah. What was it like to uh, to be a child actor? Would you do it again? What are the pros and cons? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, it, it was great. Like, I, I can only speak from that experience. Like, I don't know what it was like to not be a child actor. Um, <laughs> but, like, I, you know, I really don't have any negative things to say about it. I mean, I was I was very, very lucky to have parents that were super, super supportive and, like, never, never, like, pushing me to go after the money or like, you know, anything like that, like never feeling used or anything like that. They really just like whatever direction I head in, I pointed myself in. Um, they just kind of got behind me and tried to support me, you know, as long as it was, uh, you know, not a dangerous direction. <laughs> um, but it was cool. Like I started really young when I was in like kindergarten. I think I, I joined this children's choir um, because like the woman had come into to my, my class and had like, asked us all to sing happy birthday and she thought I had good pitch and so I joined this choir and I was such a like such a shy little child so I think most of the time I was just like mouthing the words along I wasn't even singing the words I was just kind of like you know up there just like swaying and and doing my thing but some something about that just like made me um want to do more and like want to be in front of people more so um yeah I did that like off and on all through my childhood and and I only have positive memories of it really I was a I was a choir kid too, but mm-hmm. I was um, extremely shy. Like my parents forced yeah. forced me to sing in the church choir, and I I I was terrified. But I really loved to sing like at home, so I can identify mm-hmm. with that. You know, being pushed out there, and it's amazing because yeah. it kind of shapes you. And yeah, I totally. wouldn't have had a career in singing at all if I had if my parents hadn't pushed me to like start in church right. choir and everything. Right. Right, totally. Yeah, I'm grateful for it for sure. It's really great you had a, a positive experience too because Yeah. So so did you go to a performing arts school as well? No, I didn't. And a lot of people ask that. I, I went to just like a very basic public school um with kids from like three different <laughs> districts, I feel like. So it was a very kind of like eclectic mix of people. Um and I didn't even really, I did improv like all through middle school and, and high school as well. So I always loved improv. I didn't really do like a uh, a show with the school until my senior year, I think. So I was like, I was doing other stuff. Like I was, I was um, on the basketball team that whole time. I was doing improv. I was like shooting independent films like outside of school whenever I could. Um, doing like some community theater here and there. Um but I was also, I had like two rap groups. I had like two hip hop groups that I audio engineered for and I sang for and I rapped. I was just doing way too much, way too much. Um, but it was it was really fun. I just kind of like had my hands on a lot of different things and just was trying to diverse myself, diversify myself as much as possible. But yeah, they I finally, I finally did a, a show my last year of high school and was just like hooked. I was like, oh, I, I love musical theater. I can, I can see this, this being a, 
a, a way forward for me. So I'm yeah, glad I was I did curious. It for sure. I was curious about that. If it was when you were doing all these things, if you were still deciding if you want to do musical theater, if you wanted to do TV and film or all of it or straight plays. Yeah. I mean, I think for a long time, I thought of myself as a TV and film actor who like would sometimes do musical theater because I like to sing too. And so that was like an opportunity for me to get to act and sing. But I, I don't think I really thought of myself as a musical theater actor until... I did that show and it was Beauty of the Beast. It was a, I would play Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> and just like, I just hammed it up and overacted my butt off the entire time and just had so much fun with it. Um, yeah, I don't know what, you know, had, had I not had that experience, I don't know if I would have pursued musical theater to the same degree. Um, and like, really, I only had that experience because I actually injured myself and I had spine surgery when I was 17 from a basketball injury. So that took me out of basketball. Um, and so I was kind of just like looking for other outlets. And, and the, the drama teacher at the time was like, you know, we, we know you do improv. Like, would you want to come audition for this? And I was like, yeah, sure. Like, let's do it. Um, and so that, that in and of itself was kind of this like kismet. Like if it hadn't been for that injury, um, I may never have done the show. And if I hadn't gotten that show, then I'm, you know, who, who really knows? But, you know, it's kind of just like you can, you can trace the seeds all the way back to like, a, you know, one choice or one, one event. Um, that has led led to where where I am now, and so I don't know if I've ever really thought about that till just this conversation. Though, so I appreciate the opportunity <laughs> to kind of put all that together. That's I'm like having revelations here. Let's oh go. man, okay. I'm glad that I was able to, to <laughs> bring that to your your sphere. Yeah. I know I've thought about that too in my life because uh, I had my background in classical voice, and I uh -huh. mean, if I'm being honest, I don't think my heart was really in it. So it didn't take mm. much to sway me, but um, yeah. but I this this one girl that was in I was in grad school in Chicago, and there was a a student a year ahead of me, and she sent mm -hmm. all of the black students a Facebook message that was like, "Look, they're doing Porgy and Bess auditions at Court Theater," and we were like, "Oh, okay." And so <laughs> I just showed up, and it was a uh, musical theater production of Porgy and Bess. Like the cast was stripped down to fourteen, and wow. That's that's how I got my start in theater. And if she hadn't sent that little message, I don't mm -hmm. I don't know. I really don't. Yeah, so, yeah. it's amazing. It's so interesting. It's so those just those yeah those little like forks in the road where it's mm -hmm. like you can say oh that's interesting. I could have made a different choice, and who knows when that would have led, where that would have led. But that's so dope. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, yeah. So I am really curious about you know. Mm -hmm. So I. I kind of met you in 2017 or whenever that was when you mm -hmm. were going in for Fiero. But then the next time I saw you, you were working with Austin, my husband, on the Hamilton tour. Uh -huh. So like, uh -huh. how did all that happen? Like, what was your Hamilton audition like? Because I have gone in for Hamilton a few times mm -hmm. and they really put you through it. Like, you, they're like, okay, they you're like, this is the time. This is the time. I've, I've right. nailed it. I know it. And they're like, actually, we want to see you one more time. So mm -hmm. what was, uh, what was your process like for Hamilton? Yeah, I definitely had one of the longer, the longer processes. I've, I've talked to some people who were like, oh, it's so funny. You, it took you so long. Like they called me in and the next week they just like, they needed to fill a role. So I was there. I'm like, that's so nice for you. That's I actually wonder. not funny. <laughs> that's, that's it's so funny exactly. that that's not funny. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, I mean, I mine started all the way back in like 20, 
oof, like 2015, I think, before Hamilton even came to Broadway. Wow. I was I was shooting a, a TV horror movie in Sofia, Bulgaria, um, called They Found Hell, which is exactly <laughs> what you what you what it sounds like. Um, and they you know, my agent sent over the material. They're like, you know, there's this new show, Hamilton. And I had like heard about it because I'd done In the Heights two times before that. So I like, you know, was familiar with Lynn and everything. Um, and I was like, oh, dope. Like, I'll go in for it. Um, you know, Alexander Hamilton as a like a, a rapper, that's going to be interesting for them to pull off. But let's go for it. Like, why not? So I had like nothing to go on. There was no no Broadway soundtrack to nothing. I was asked to sing um, Dear Theodosia. And I was just given kind of this like little plunk you know, track thing. And I said, oh, this is about my my son. Cool. So I put like a bundle of of uh, sweatshirts in my arm and I just like sang to the sweatshirts as if it was <laughs> my son. Um, just really just had no idea what I was doing, but going for it. I uh, did not get a call back, did not get, hear anything uh, from that. So I was like, cool, cool, cool. And then of course, Hamilton became the phenomenon that it, that it is. And I, uh, Moved to New York, I think maybe like six months after that or something like that, and got called in for the first time for I think like George Washington and and Lafayette Jefferson maybe, and you know when they call you in as as I'm sure you you well know they give you like two or three cuts from different you know two or three songs for each character so I already had like six songs to learn, and over the course of like six or seven callbacks over the course of like you know a month. They added on like Mulligan Madison, Lawrence Phillip, uh, like every role except for Hamilton, basically. So I was in there like learning 15 songs. Lynn was in there a lot of the time. Rap, he would get up and he would rap with me as I was doing doing the thing, which like just blew my mind. I was like, this is just so cool. If, if even if I don't get this, that's that's fine because this is fun. Um, and at the end of all that, it's exactly what you just said. <laughs> at the end of all of that, they're just looking at me uh, and I'm like, ah, thank you. And I'm like, oh. ah, I don't I'm like that. that hurts. I know exactly, I know exactly what that means. And I got the call like 10 minutes later, they were from my agent just being like, they really like you, but you're too young for this, too old for that, too, you know, whatever. Um, so I just kind of let it go. I was like, that's fine. You know, I had a really great time. And then another like six months later, I was coming back into town from doing a, a show out of town called Hood. Um, and they called me for Alexander Hamilton. And I was like, dope. Like I, I've never seen myself as a Hamilton necessarily. Like my agents were like, I don't know. I've ne- I always thought you were a Burr or something like that, but, but go in, like, this is a great, great team. And, uh, so I went in and just kind of had fun with it and said, I'm just going to like do my version of it and, and just like, you know, see what, see what happens and something clicked and I, I, I booked a uh, book tour. So very, very long process. I learned a lot about myself through it. Um, but they do, they put you through the ringer, like no doubt. No yeah. Doubt. Yeah, I uh I I almost well, I don't know what I almost booked. I that 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 is in my head. That is truly in my head. <laughs> but um <laughs> I got I think I got close. And I remember I, I had to decide between going in for yet another callback or taking mm. Kiss Kiss Me Kate and I had to let Lion uh. King know. And so I was like, you know what? I, I don't want to go back. Can can I just take Kiss Me Kate? Can I just let this yeah. go? I need to let this go. And uh my agent was like, Okay, I think it's I think this is a good decision for you. And I was like, Okay, well, we don't have no choice because mm-hmm. this is what it's gonna be. Yeah. But well the um, interesting thing is it was, there was a very similar thing actually when I was auditioning for um, for for Wicked for Fierro with with you. Mm-hmm. Um, that was that same thing happened. I got to a point where they're like, you know, like you're in the top, you know, two or whatever it was. Um, 
you know, but we need you to come in for like another, another audition. And at that time I had booked this like out of town show and I had to basically choose, do I want to go do that? Or do I want to like, you know, stick around and see how this pans out. And so, you know, I, I ended up going with, with the other one, but it's so funny how, how we have to make those, those, like those choices. And I guess another, it's another one of those little like fork in the road moments. It's like, had I, if I had not done that and went and done Fiero, would I have ever made it to Hamilton? And would I, have, you know, I, who, who really knows? It's, it's, it's interesting. We're getting deep here. This is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's real though. It's uh, it's interesting how everything dips and turns and you just have, to, I think for me in that moment, I was like, I don't know about Kiss Me Kate, but I liked mm. the way they treated me in the room. I'm going to go with this. Not that I right. didn't like how I was treated at Hamilton, but I was just like, right. I have a good feeling about this. I need to shake it up. I've been at Lion King three years. I need to take right. this. I'd rather yeah. take a win than take a maybe. Yeah, for sure. And, you got to go with that. You got to trust your gut at the end of the day. Like there's so much of it that's like out of our control and unknown. Like you got to just, when you got that gut feeling, you got to follow it. Yeah. Had I you totally done a major tour before? Like no. huge houses? Because, <clears throat> excuse me, I think it is great to do a tour before you do Broadway because oh, yeah. of the house size, right? Like, oh yeah, I did, for sure. I did the Dirty Dancing tour, and I remember my first show, I was like, oh, my God. Because, you know, the houses across the country, you know, the 1,700, 2,500, huge houses, way bigger than the Broadway houses. And right. that got me adjusted because when I went in for The Lion King, I was like, oh, I, I'm at least used to this size of theater. I'm not used mm-hmm. to this steel stage. I'm not used to this corset. I'm not used to running and jumping mm. on someone. But mm-hmm. I am right. used to at least this huge house. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I was blown away. They they came and they told me um, like the last two, two months that I was on tour, they were just kind of talking to me, trying to get me prepared. They're just like, you know, just so you know, um, this... This the Broadway house, the Richard Rogers that Hamilton is at, is gonna feel very, very small to you. Like, like you're gonna want to turn everything down at least like four notches coming in. Um, because on tour, you know, again, I, yeah, I was doing like 4,500 seat theaters, and the Richard Rogers is like 1,100, something like that. Like it felt like very, very, very small. And so, yes, having having done the tour first and had all of those, you know huge houses and different energies from different cities and stuff coming to Broadway. Like I didn't have to worry about all that. Like, cause, cause the, the, that was my Broadway debut. And then like the thought of this is Broadway and like, I'm here and like, I've been dreaming about this for so long. Like that's enough to, to like, you know, to, to worry about on your opening night. Um, so for, I was very lucky to like have gone in with all that experience and having already done the show for a year, like I was able to really just, enjoy it. Whereas I probably would have been like just peeing my pants the entire time otherwise. Oh yeah. I don't even remember my Broadway debut. Yeah. <laughs> like I remember, I'm serious. I re- Austin's laughing at me. I remember I ran out on stage and I said, Scar. And all I could think of is don't slip because they still had me in these like gore boots, which had no grip. Mm. And mm. I was like, don't slip, don't slip. You know, Nala's strong. And that's all I remember. <laughs> and then I bowed and I was like, was it good? Was I any good? You know, like I have no idea. None. Right. Had to block it out. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm oh. sure you I'm sure you were great, but I totally resonate with that because that was that was like my first show on tour. I, that that is completely gone. I know I like missed some words. And was just like everyone around me just had this like equal shares of like fear and concern, but also just like love. They're like, we got you, but 
do you got you? (laughs) (laughs) But I got through it. I got through it. And it was so fun. That's so real. I mean, it's lovely, too, to join a company that's already solid. Um, I mm-hmm. think the the other the other side of it is fun too. Join like joining a company to get everyone's learning it together because you get to yeah, bond yeah, yeah. and you have that rehearsal experience. Uh, it's a little daunting. I don't know if you felt this way rehearsing by yourself and all eyes are on you and then they put you in the oh, show yeah. and you're just like, ooh, you know, it's a lot of you know, it's a pressure cooker. <laughs> oh yeah, no doubt. I mean, I, I was. I was calling, like I called James Iglehart, who was a friend of mine from before, and like Javier Munoz, um, and I was just like, "How? What? What do I? How do I do this? Like I've never played a role this big, let alone a role in a show this big, let alone like not learning it with everyone else, like being just like taught it over here and then just kind of being slid in." So I definitely had a freak out moment, and they were like very great about just kind of like helping me get my feet back on the ground and just say like, you know, yeah, you're the title character, but it's not all about you. And like, you know, you just, you know, at the most you're there to just like help, help make sure that everyone's on the same team and just kind of like say, you know, Hey, I'm going to show up for you. You show up for me. And like, we're going to get through this. So that, that helped a lot, but definitely like just balancing the weight of the role and the show on top of the fact that like, I knew the first time I was really going to be able to be with the cast was like the night that I was in front of an audience. Like that was, uh, that was that was a scary, scary thought for sure. Yeah, I remember I was meeting people during my put in and I was like, mm-hmm. I can't like like uh, in the way the, the show is set up. I, I have my moment with Scar. That's my first scene. And then I run around and then mm-hmm. I line up for Shadowland. Mind you, they had said, you're going to stand next to Rosie. Well, I had never met Rosie and I didn't know what Rosie looked like. And I really didn't know where I was supposed to stand. And God bless her. I ran over there and she put her hand out. And I knew oh. where I was supposed to go because she did that. And she's like, wow. I'm Rosie. And everyone's like introducing themselves. And I'm like, oh, you know, but I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> I have to sing now. <laughs> it was just, uh, it's, uh, it's, yeah. it's a very special thing. You know, it's not like yeah. going to the office for the first day and meeting everybody, you know. And yeah. it's just the pressure is, is at its utmost at the, right. on the first day. Yeah. And right. always. Isn't and it always. cool? That's true. That's true. But it never quite feels the same as that that, that first day, for sure. But isn't it cool then, like, after you've been with the show for a while, you get to be the Rosie? You know, you get to, like, you get to, you get to, after a while, be like, I remember what that was like, and, like, I'm going to help you as as best I can, which is probably what was going through, you know, Rosie and James' mind and all of their their minds. And that's just, like, a really cool evolution to get to go through. Absolutely. Absolutely. To like, Mm -hmm. to be that support for someone because you know exactly what it feels like. Right. Yeah. Right. Very cool. So when you, as you're going along and you're doing the role over and over and over again, like for me, I only sing two songs in my show. And even that was a lot to maintain. So how- In Lion King? Yeah. Really? Not only got two songs? It's actually such- a like, I don't even know, a steal, oh a steal God. of a role. Like, it's really a song and a half, if I'm being, if I'm being, wow. if I'm being honest. Because Can You Feel is like, I'm sharing it with the cast and with Simba, like, so yeah. Sure, sure. Ooh, they're good songs though, because in my mind, and I've seen that show so many times, I'm like, Nala's it. Like, Nala, <laughs> Nala got the dope songs. And just, oh, that's so interesting. Okay, okay, right on. Good to know. How did you uh, maintain yourself is, is what I'm curious about. Cause I, it mm. just seems, it seems really taxing. Yeah. Um, I learned a lot about myself and about self-care for sure, especially on tour. I mean, that was another reason why I was grateful 
to have done tour first because like, you know, dealing with the different climates and the altitude and, you know, all of that stuff and the size of the houses, like I had to pick up so many just like tips and tricks and like new routines and everything. So by the time I got to Broadway, like that was easy because it was pretty much the same thing every night after night. Exactly. Um, But I mean, it, it took a village. Like I had, you know, a regular PT, a vocal PT, a, you know, like I was getting massages. I had, I was doing Zoom lessons with my um, voice coach while I was on tour. And then, you know, just going in person when I was in New York and, and just, you know, stretching all the time. And, you know, I talked to nutritionists and like, there was just so many elements that went into it, as I'm sure you know, of just like keeping my body and my mind and my spirit right um, to be able to do that thing night after night. And and even with all of that, I mean, I still, about eight months into the tour, um, I had a vocal injury and I had to go out for about a week, week and a half or so. Um, largely because I just like, I had been trained how to sing. I had been trained how to act. I had been trained how to, I'd even rapped in, in middle school. I mean, in high school, but I didn't really, they don't train you for that. You know what I'm saying? They don't train you how to, how to, how to, do theatrical rapping where, you know, you're doing it for three hours straight and um, you're having to project and you're having to emote and you're having to do all of these things. Um, It's kind of a new, it's a new beast. And so um, I think the vocal injury was again, very, ended up being very helpful because it forced me to like go see a specialist, really kind of deconstruct what I was doing um, and just build a healthier way. You know, and so now I feel like I can take those into every role that I do from here on out. And it got me through my year on Broadway as well. So um, it really, it really took a village. So many different people, so many hard lessons, um, so many just kind of like, you know, two steps back in order to go one step forward. Like, like very, very, uh, very interesting year, but I'm grateful for all of it. Yeah, it's interesting when you, when you look back on it, because I'm sure experiencing it wasn't always, you know, the most positive thing. I don't know. I'm not speaking for you, but I know for me, <laughs> when I when I live through things that feel traumatic, I uh, I don't know how I'm gonna get past it. And then I look back and I'm like, oh, I needed to experience that. I needed to mm-hmm. lose my voice. I needed to figure this out. I needed to learn this about myself. I needed to I don't know right. get stronger physically. Um, yeah. So I'm glad to hear that you had that village and you had that support uh, because. Hamilton is a beast. I have seen mm-hmm. it quite a few times. Uh, unfortunately, I wish I got a chance to see you because I know you're probably amazing. Um, Austin's <laughs> nodding you. his head. Yes, yes, he is. Yes, he's amazing. <laughs> Thank you, Austin. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I, I'm watching the actors on stage and the dancers on stage, and I'm, uh, well, I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have separated that. I'm watching the performers on stage and I'm thinking, mm-hmm. oh my God, like this is wow, you know? Uh, yeah. So kudos to you for figuring it out and learning and taking you. it with you, life lessons. So moving you. forward, you made the decision to leave Hamilton, dream show, dream mm-hmm. role, dream debut, mm-hmm. and do a new show. Can you tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that? Yes, yes. So it's a girl from the North Country. It's a, a beautiful, beautiful show written by Connor McPherson, and the music is uh, all Bob Dylan's music. And uh, it's a it's a beautiful show. It's it's set in the 1930s, um, right kind of in the middle of the Great Depression in Duluth, in, in uh, Minnesota, and coming coming and doing that after two years of Hamilton just felt like a breath 
and a complete switch. And it's definitely its own challenge in its own way. But I, I think that was that was one of the main reasons why I chose to do it. I mean, one, it was a, it was a chance to originate a role on Broadway, which has always been a dream of mine. Um, but two, you know, it was I was tired after two years of, of doing Hamilton. I was tired and I was like I was ready and excited to do like another year for sure. Um, but then when this when this opportunity came up, it just felt it just felt like the universe saying like here, just like like do something a little different for a minute. Um, and and I was so grateful for that. And and the 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 cast and the crew were so welcoming because um, a lot of them had already done it off Broadway. So I was kind of coming in. There was you know only a couple of us that were coming in to to do it on Broadway, and uh, they were just so so welcoming. And it wasn't it wasn't like you know we've we've got our way of doing this, so you just got to go along with it. It was very much like we're we want to break this thing open and like find our new way of doing it and like kind of start from the ground up um, and and rebuild it. And so I really got to have that like experience of putting a show together, you know, for the first time on Broadway and and like make you know creating my own character and everything. And it was just great. It was really great. We got to open and like three days later <laughs> we shut down, but at least we got to open. Yeah. Um, we got to do a a. a a sound, I mean, a, a cast album, which will come out at some point. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I'm so, I'm so grateful that I, that I got to, to experience that and to form that family. That's amazing. You, you, you have your Broadway debut as Hamilton. Then you go in and originate a show on Broadway. You get to do a cast mm-hmm. album. It's like you're checking off all of the, yeah. the life goals, which is, it's, it's yeah. remarkable. It's amazing. It's beautiful to watch. I'm so grateful for it. I'm so grateful how, for how it how it all worked out. And so, uh, while I was doing my research, I, I discovered mm-hmm. that you play Adrian on Pose. Um, I do. Unfortunately, I haven't been keeping up with Pose. Like I've seen a couple episodes, but I haven't mm-hmm. really like dive, dived in like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what was it like playing that character on this this show that's really changing the world and bringing yeah. shedding light to a community that's not often thought of and 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 it's it's just amazing that the little bit that I've seen of the show is remarkable. Yeah, I mean it, it, it's it's groundbreaking. And again, I mean when I when I booked that, I was immediately aware of like I'm getting to do I'm getting to do this twice. I'm getting to be a part of Hamilton, which is groundbreaking in so many ways, um, and then getting to be on this show. I, I I just like I couldn't believe how how lucky I was. Um, and, you know, sure enough, as, as soon as I got on, I had worked with uh, MJ Rodriguez. She was a friend of mine from from before. So I was like, I'm so excited to, to get to do scenes with her. And uh, but everyone there was just so warm and so welcoming again. And like, just I just was I just kept getting lucky. I just kept getting lucky and finding these like really amazing groups of people. Um, and, you know, everyone on set was just like professional and focused but also like easygoing and you know about the work and and uh just having having a good time and so i really really enjoyed my my time on that show and uh it's 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 great it's incredible it really is it is shattering that glass ceiling in so many ways um and i'm excited that it's it's gaining more and more success as it as it goes along it's really well deserved Absolutely. I agree. There's so many touching moments and I really feel like the work that they're doing is going to transform how people see the world. 
You know, we all live oh, in our little bubbles and we're fortunate because we're in the arts. So we're exposed to so much. But, you know, right. if you like Austin and I spent some time with our in-laws and in the, um, in the Midwest during this whole pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I'm just in, in communities like that. I feel like they're missing out on seeing the rest of the world and, and, and being in a bubble. So, um, I love shows like pose that, that, that open up that world for everyone to see. Right. Yeah. Right. Definitely. For sure. Um, I mean, I mean, any, any time I get to like, those are some of the projects and the shows and, and, and everything that I get most excited about are the ones that really, really offer just a, a completely different perspective to people who may not otherwise, you know, seek that out or, or like understand it. Um, and th- I just, I think that that is like really high art. And sometimes when art is at its like most, most effective and, and most important in a societal sense is, is when it can, when it can do that, when it can like hold up a mirror or like open a window and be like, you know, look at it a different way and like have conversations about it and start to start to change that. Um, and I think both, you know, both Hamilton and Girl from North Country and definitely Pose um, do that in different ways. It's 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 beautiful. You've already done so much, you know, you've you've and just in the matter of four years, you've really shifted and changed your life, it sounds like, um, to mm-hmm. really reach some of these goals. And I'm curious because I know the actor mentality. Like I know that there's more, <laughs> I know there's more that you want to do. So what else yeah. is uh is what else is on your goal list? Um you know, I, I think I would love to do I've got I've got a couple of projects that are coming up that I wish I could talk about, but I, but I can't unfortunately. Um, but you know I would love to do just like some really, just some really nuanced um, about about the story about the characters like film work. Like I you know I'd love to love to do do some of that and and um, you know maybe maybe do a series where you know like I, I get to do a couple few years with it. Um, and stick with it. That'd be that'd be really great just to kind of get to build that kind of a character, you know, that that can evolve and 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 over time. Um I think those are those are probably the two things that are kind of at the top of my list right now. So really, really uh setting my sights on that. You know, it's we're in this time where it's like everything is everything is so uh few and far between in terms of projects. You know, there's not a lot going on. So like all of us actors are going after the same things at the same time. Um and it, you know, it makes it makes it even harder sometimes to to, to book these things than it, than it was before but I'm just gonna keep on keeping on and you know that's all my... you can do that's all you can right. do it's a numbers game sometimes but right. honestly having sit down sat down with you today and a few weeks before you're so charming you're so lovely I imagine that you bring that into the audition room and people want to work with people they get along with it's just yeah. the way it is, you know? So yeah. don't shoot yourself short. I'm sure you're going to see something. <laughs> and you've got us excited because you just kind of like dropped a little nugget. Like, I know. there's something happening. <laughs> I, didn't mean to do I was like, how do I answer this question without, like, I can't, I can't say anything. But yeah, no, it's, it's, it's fun. We'll, we'll all see in good time. And speaking to yeah. us all going out for the same projects at the same time, I'm actually reading with my friend later this evening. And she sent me the sides and it is the same audition I just put on tape this morning. <laughs> I'm not going to tell her. Yeah. I'll wait till she does her audition. I'll be like, girl, I just auditioned for this this morning. <laughs> but like, right. we're right. all vying for the same stuff. and That happens all the time. 
Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And it's like, you know, I mean, I think I used to get in my head about that kind of stuff, you know, when I would like see the same people in audition rooms over and over again or like, you know, when things like this would happen. But, you know, I'm just like getting more and more to that place where I'm like, I'm not competing with anybody else. I'm not competing with other actors. Like I'm competing with the role. I'm competing with what the creator's idea is of that role, you know? And it's like, all I can do is go in there and bring bring myself to it and like show them, show them my, my version of it. Um, and they're either gonna like it or not, apples and oranges. But, but um, I, I, I love that I've gotten to that place because I've spent so much time in the other place and it's not fun. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. just so, so soul draining, you know, constantly being like, you know, where's my competition? And like, you know, how do I, oh, I gotta beat this person out or I gotta, you know, whatever. It's like, it was just exhausting. So I'm glad I'm like finding a new, a new way of thinking about it. Yeah, I think this isolated period that we're experiencing helps that a little mm-hmm. bit too. You don't For get sure. to see the people all the time. You're not in the room with everybody. You know right. that audition waiting room. Ooh, it can Oof. set you up. It can set you Especially up. Especially when it was a, a musical theater thing, and you're hearing people like belt the notes and just do these crazy runs. And you're like, well, I know I can't do that. So, right. <laughs> like, what do I got? Because... <laughs> like, what are they looking for? Because exactly. I, I mean, you know being a black woman and and singing in these auditions like i am not an effie i don't have an effie voice you know what i mean like mm. if if you want me to run then let's plan it i, right, can, exactly. I can plan my <laughs> exactly. runs and that's what i'm, I'm gonna sing uh right. but, but yeah yeah it's uh the rooms are just never quite soundproofed enough <laughs> that nope. that it, nope. you know you can hear it all you can hear them laughing oh they like them yay <laughs> And I'm like, how long have we been doing this that y'all can't soundproof your rooms better? Like, I'm like, come on. Like, that almost feels intentional at this point. Like, you want us to sweat a little bit out there. You think it's going to bring something out of us. That that makes me think back to that audition, that Hamilton audition room. The smallest Mm. room at Telsey is like, like, they could see the beads of sweat on your forehead, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Oh, my Mm -hmm. gosh. And I'm sure they probably, I mean, it's like, it's Hamilton. So I'm, I'm sure that they... They chose that for a reason. They wanted that. They wanted that up up close and personal. I'm like, okay, I see what y'all doing. I see, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I see, I see. I also, I have not missed this little, I'm not throwing away my shot. I, I did catch it like entirely too late, like halfway through this, but I'm like, <laughs> oh, dope. Much appreciated. <laughs> yes, yes. We have to That's do a dope. nod to everybody. We do a little something, you know, depending on... Right. Whatever, whoever it is. Right. Uh, for right. for my friend Stephanie, she's a huge Disney fan, so we did a Disney quote instead. You know. Oh, I love yeah, that. yeah. I love that. Um, so we're about to get into the stage door round, where I'm going to ask mm-hmm. you a question that you might have gotten at the stage door. Speaking of the stage door, what was this? What was the stage door like on tour? I imagine that it was wild. Yeah, I mean, you know, it depended on the city, depended on the night. Um, but there were there were certain times when it would take me 25 minutes to get through everybody um, at the end of the show. It was it was great. I mean, even even Hamilton, there would be some shows um, that just like were just you know packed, like like 20 people deep out into the street, and I'm like, that seems dangerous. That's a hazard. We got to do something <laughs> about this. But. Um, yeah, it was it was it was crazy. But then there would be some cities where there'd be like two people outside. And I'm like, hey, you know, hey, sure. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that is, but I'm not going to think too hard about it. And it's a nice, you know, it means I get a little break. So um, but yeah, most nights it was it was pretty amazing. I think, too, it's um, maybe some cities just don't know it's a thing. 
that you can actually true, yeah true. go over there and Very true. meet the actors because if they knew very true. you might get swarmed seriously That's very, very, <laughs> true. very true i mean i think yeah i think back to like when i would go see shows i grew up in, in like the san francisco area. when i would go see shows out there there wasn't Adrian and I hope that you have enjoyed listening to the show thus far. If you'd like to hear the full interview and get access to the curtain call, head on over to 32barcut.com, where you can find a link to our Patreon page. There you will have exclusive access to the entire video collection and private RSS podcast feed, as well as other subscriber-only content. All right, that's all I got. Thanks for tuning in. See you next time.